Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Subs here on I Am She For Real Z. And the show today is about who is Des. She'll be speaking about her childhood experiences with narcissists, mother and father. Make sure you stay tuned. This may be the show for you. Well, how are you today, Des? I'm doing good, love. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking and I do want to say thank you so much for wanting to be a part of I Am She For Real Z. Uh, how do you feel? I'm great. I feel great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for even having this platform and giving us, you know, the opportunity to even use our voice. Of course, yes. I'm I'm a big advocate on that. Like, use your voice. Use that throat chakra. Exercise that right. voice. Say what you have to say. Get that shit out of you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we need to, we need to be set free. You know, it's cool to write in our journals. It's cool to do that and not taking that away. The reason why right. I myself like to use my voice to talk about my experiences because I want to say, hey, sis, hey, brother, I've been there. You know, I did this right. and I got myself out of this. So we're supposed to be sharing our experiences to help one another, not just keep it secret you know what right. I'm saying? Like, you know, we just live in a human experience. We're different with other humans, you know? Exactly. All right. Exactly. If you want to tell everyone um, why you're here and, you know, go ahead and get started off on that and, you know, and, you know, we can go ahead and get started. Um, yeah, I'm here to just basically speak about my childhood experiences and the things that I went through um, as a child. It really didn't dawn on me that I had a toxic childhood until recently, um, until I started my, I guess, my spiritual awakening. Um, I am the oldest of uh, my brother and sister. Uh, my parents, they are high school sweethearts. Uh, my dad had a child on her a few years prior to me being born. So I was my dad's first little girl. Um, and she stayed with him and things like that. Um, when I came up, there was a lot of yelling, screaming, a lot of uh, domestic violence. Um, I see my dad do a lot of a lot of horrible things to my mom. Um, I experienced some things. Um, personally with my dad and my mom uh, just recently found out this year about that I actually, you know, went ahead and just confided. I actually did confide in her. I actually kind of just kind of was like, you know what? You know, mom, this happened to me. And she was like, what? You know, and, you know, that what that is is that, you know, for the first three, four years of my life, I was sexually molested by my father. And, um, I was never given the opportunity to really just have that voice to even just tell my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, for the first time, 31 years old, I tell her, and it's, it was out of annoyance. You know, like, you're getting on my nerves. You know, this oh, wow. is what happened. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just really here to just basically just finally just speak my truth. Because a lot of my family members, you know, are not aware of the things that, you know, went on in our household. We were not allowed to speak about that. You know, we were taught, you know, what goes on in the home stays in the home, regardless yes. of if it's toxic or not. You know, mm -hmm. you know, to them, that was loyalty, you know. Right. 
Right. So, you know, for me, though, I was very fearful as a child. You know, I didn't really have, you know, I couldn't trust my dad, of course. And then I couldn't trust my mother because she adored my dad. You know, he could do no wrong in her eyes regardless of, you know, what type of physical harm he caused her or what type of bitches and hoes he called her. Wow. Um, so, like, she waited on him hand and foot, you mm-hmm. know, like, when we were coming up, she taught us how to how to cook, how to clean, and, you know, do things like that, but my dad never lifted a finger. You know, he was a provider. He did work. He did work. That was one thing that he did do, and I don't know, like, for me, for society, it, it, it was like, my whole life I was told, well, at least your dad was in the home. Mm. At least your dad was there. Mm. And I was just like, I mean, you have no idea. Right. You know, yeah, like, I would have preferred him not to be there. You know exactly, yeah. And it's just like how you were saying, you know, and, you know, so sorry to hear about what you had to endure inside of your parents' home. So let me ask you, are your parents alive now? Are they, are they still here? Yes, both my parents are alive. Both of them are here. Um, I do not have any contact with either one of them. Mm. Wow. And see, that's the thing, like the loyalty, like you stated, it starts, you know, it starts in the home to know what loyalty is and what loyalty is not, you know, and the thing is for you to suffer in your own pain to have loyalty, especially to someone that's not even protecting you, that's not even caring for you, you know, that shit is crazy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm so sorry, like, you know, you know, it's, um, it's, it's actually going on in the black community, you know? Yeah, and it's it happening is. a lot, you know, and it's very prevalent, absolutely. Yeah, so and nobody's speaking about it. Yeah, that is true, and that's why I am she for Rosie is here on yeah. you know on Wellness Wednesday, and you know we talk about these things like this. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be any other topics, but you know I do want to give people platforms, especially the black community, to speak up. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you, sis, that how do you think your parents may feel? If they came across this, or especially, like you said, family don't even know what's going on. And you know they ask talk so much, family be talking, you know? So, wow. how would you react to that? Like, how, how would you feel, you know? like How would I feel, or how would they feel? You know, how would you, I mean, let's say this. Even though, like, things have happened to me, you feel what I'm saying? And I have not yet spoke about it. You know, I have previously in some episodes, but I really didn't get deep into it. It's like years i've been always want to tell my story but i always have that in the back of my mind like okay damn i do love my parents you know what i'm saying so it's like i have to choose myself or my parents but as i got older you know i still see that my parents do shady shit and i'm not i mean no disrespect to my parents but i'm like okay now i got to choose me so just for your family your parents knowing what you're doing right now speaking up with what you know um you know about your mom not being there protecting you to your father put laying you know putting his hands on you and things like that how would you think they will feel how would they take it we know how you feel you know what i'm saying because right. you're here you're doing this right now you're using right. your voice but how would they feel you feel what i'm saying like what do they be they'll be open to really be for real and be there for you and speak to you or they'll just shove it off and be like oh well you know you know honestly for my dad I think that, and I don't know, maybe it's, you know, my dad is a crack addict, and he's, um, mm. 
as he's also um, an alcoholic. So, no, I don't think he he would be um, happy about me speaking about this at all. Um, my mom, mm, I don't know. She if she if she if she says that she's okay with it, I know deep down she's not. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's, you never know with her. It's, she never really, like, whatever she shows you is it's a false image. Mm. You know, you know if she, you know, comes off and says, you know, hey, I think you're wonderful and this and that, and she'll go turn around and do something to show otherwise. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, I really don't know how she would feel. I mean, me and my mom, we, we actually had sat down this year, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation, and she seemed like she was, you know, wanted to be there, and was like, you know, I'm sorry, and you know, I wasn't there to protect you, and and then two, three weeks later, you know, I'm being harassed, I'm being, you know, oh, it's, wow. it's, you know, I'm just like, no, I, I can't do this, you know, and I've tried, and people know, I people that know me, my husband, they know I have tried with all my energy have relationships to have a relationship with not just my dad and not just my, my, my mom but my entire family and it's just like I mean I don't know it's I like like you said you gotta do for you exactly. you know I nobody protected me so here I am I have to protect myself and I, I have five kids and there's no way that I'm gonna allow this to continue right. to allow my kids to get touched no, exactly. So let me take this now. Let's go to the family now. You know, I know you you speak to your about your parents in a, you know individually, but how do you think your, the the actual family as a whole, like even your extended family, you know, your mom's side, dad's side, did they ever listen to this? Like, did they? I don't ever... think they would believe it. Okay. My, my my mama, I and I specifically told her, do not tell anyone when I when I did tell her, you know, just. You know, if I want if I want them to know this piece of information, allow me to be the one to pass out that information. Well, she did not do that. She called my daddy, wow. called my grandma, mm. and my grandmother, which is my dad's mother. She didn't even raise him, by the way. Um, she she said that's a lie. I don't believe her. She is lying, and you know, like her. I mean, my mama said that she got into it with my grandma is that she took up for me, but I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know. Right. But, you know, but judging from, from that, I don't think that the family would take it too well. I don't think because my dad is this person that he's like this nice person. You would never think mm. that, like he would hurt anyone or, you know, manipulate or, you know, take advantage of anyone. It, like he's a lovable person. Like, he knows everybody in in the city. He knows like everybody, and they for them to know this piece of information will probably probably be a slap in the face. They would probably call me a liar, right? And I have already been called a liar, mm-hmm. and you know, and they got like for example, like my grandmother. She really, I mean, it hurt in my feelings for a second because I'm like, this is the very reason why people do not come forth. Exactly. And, and you know, say, hey, this happened to me because of shit like that. Right. So yeah. 
I mean, I understand. That's why, yeah, like you said, it's hard for people to go, you know, to to come forward with the information that they gather or what had happened to them. Like, you have children, I have children, I'll be damned. It take only one. I will be teaching my children, you know, from lying, from telling the truth. Lying is wrong, you know, because when you tell lies and when you actually tell them the truth, you know, people ain't going to believe you. So I will teach my children these things because my children have only one time to come to me and say so-and-so touched them or made them feel uncomfortable. I'm behind my child 100% because I know the way that I will raise my children with the morals and respect to know what lying is and what the truth is, I will have my child back 100%. That's why, you know, I have a daughter, you know, not just to leave my son out, but... You don't have a daughter, and you right. gotta tell grown ass men how to handle your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you would think grown ass men would know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. it it takes one time. So honestly, right now I'm protecting you. Right, like not even protecting you, telling you in your face right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like how to handle right. my daughter because it can come in one time that she feel that she or even my son feel like they're uncomfortable. That you know whatever. You know, you don't even have to touch them in their body parts that, you know, these people teach right. us. No, it could be their shoulder. It could be their hand, the way you look at them, the way you speak exactly. to them. If they feel any sort of uncomfortable, uh, 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 I promise you, Quarter will be addressing it. And I'm going to be behind my eyes 100% because in the black community, you know, it, it is sad. You know, you, you, you know, these people, like... I mean, especially like the character of your father, like he knowing everyone, how sweet he is, how, you know, um, you know, adorable he is basically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when information like this come on, I'm like, nah, not so-and-so shit. I can't see that, man. But people don't understand. People wear masks every damn day. Like it was right. a little, it's a little mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I work for customer service. So they say I may be ghetto in real life, but when I'm doing customer service, my voice sound like it went to Harvard. Right. You feel what I'm saying? That's just right. putting on mask. You know what I'm saying? Everyone put on a mask. Everybody put on a front. Exactly. Everybody are two-faced it, three-faced it, four-faced it. Know how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you right. know how to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Right. To possibly do things to even get away with it. You feel me? You know how people are really, like, they want to do shady shit, but they got to present a certain way so when she does go down if they like nah not so and so they cool than a mother exactly. mother you know what I'm saying? So exactly. yeah exactly mm-hmm. yes, yes that's exactly it. Yeah, because uh, yeah I already I already know what it is, honey. Like, you know, um but yeah, it's just uh like how do you how did you feel at that time? Like um I mean how do you feel now? You know what I'm saying? Like of course I know how you feel, you know, during that time. You know, especially, you know, speaking to your mom and, you know, about the situation. When you spoke to your mom at that time, did you doubt that that was like your, who, okay, I'm, you know, I got it out of my system. You know, I know too much shit can't be done right now. See, this is the thing I hate about people. They're like, what, 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 what I'm supposed to do about it now is already been done. It's not even a point about you doing anything at that time is about listening to me right now because exactly. you know you just need to tell that individual like this shit happened under your roof so it's still some point that you need to take accountability you feel what i'm saying like i stress it to parents like y'all need to learn y'all children their behavior all that shit you know what i'm saying because, right, because i mean it was too many red flags come on right you, yeah. see, you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, I know my children going to come to a point that they ain't trying to tell me shit. But at the end of the day, whatever ritual 
whatever the fuck I gotta do, some type of spell to have a connection with my children, right. to kind of okay. feel them, to know them, protect them. I would do whatever yeah. I have to do. But even though I want my kids to feel like I want you to tell mommy every and anything. Because people tell me all the time, Quinta, you talk too much. You damn right and my kids will too. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> you know, you so. But yeah, I mean, so how do you feel now just, you know, because um, right now I Am She For Real Z have, has reached 2,100 listeners, you know, plays, yes. you know. So how do you feel now that people will be hearing your story, like things that, that was done to you, you know? Right now, for me, I think it's just being able to resonate with so many other girls who, just like me, feel like they didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And still, right now, feel that they don't have a voice. And, you know, have no idea how to just even speak their truth. And not being able to speak their truth. And I just, you know, I'm just really grateful that... You know, I've gotten to the point where I can speak my truth and, you know, be able to say, you know what, this happened to me. You're not alone. You're not alone at all. You're not crazy. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel great, you know, because I feel like, you know, everything is for a reason. There's a purpose in everything. And I, I'm realizing that this is, this is a part of my purpose. And just being able to, you know, share my story is, know a great great part of my healing right a great yeah yes and i do want to let people know like this is just an introductory of des you know basically from where she came from you know what i'm saying like anyone that want to tell their story yes i break it down in three segments because we only have 45 minutes here so i did set up a plan with des that if she choose to want to come on further and talk about her steps you know, uh, so just, let me just say something really fast while I'm speaking on this. I don't want anyone thinking I, I am she for realsy is just to come on here and talk down on parents and shit and tell them what had happened in their household and all that. That's not what that's about. You feel what I'm saying? This is about telling her story from talking about her healing and how she got there to help other people. This is the platform for what it is. This ain't no messy ass platform. We may have fun. You know, this this platform is for you to freely express yourself. But there are steps to shit and it's levels to shit as well. So right. with that being said, she will be back. We will we do have a plan, you know, for her to come and talk to the ones that have been molested, especially by our close ones, fathers and, you know, mothers or aunts and uncles, the ones that we trust. You know what I'm saying? So right. um she has, you know, endured a lot. You know, is there anything else that you want to talk about, Des? I mean you know, I know that you did tell us, you know, what happened in the household. Like, um, I mean, uh, how, like, you can get into, like, even how it affect you growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you have any dude issues, like men issues? Um, um I had major, 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 major issues. I, um, even in my marriage now, you know, where we've had issues. But, you know, coming up, uh, my mom, uh, was really, really, really controlling. She, she, you know, she needed to read my journal. She mm. to know where I was going to be at. And, you know, I couldn't go out with friends. I couldn't talk on the phone. I couldn't do any of that. So there were no boyfriends. I had to sneak behind her back 
and um and have boyfriends which really didn't go well because you know at some point or another they're gonna want to go out on a date at some point or another they're going to talk to you on the phone so that never really lasted but um yeah i lost my virginity at 14 years old in my parents bed um mm. I, uh, I was, I was like, of course, introduced to sex at a very, very young age. Um, not just the molestation, but my dad was a porn addict. So porn stayed on in our home all the time. So we had to basically be secluded in our room. We couldn't come out unless we had to go pee. And if we had to pee, you better, it better not be no two, three drops. Or you can your ass pee. Like, we stayed at the a little shit. My mama, uh, she got food stamps and stuff, but we, I mean, we really didn't eat like that. She rationed the fuck out of the food, but she overfed my daddy. Like, he oh, had, you know, the, the king plate, and we would be starving. And if we wanted seconds, we no seconds. You're not still hungry. Oh, I'm so you know? sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. I mean, my, this, I, I like, I have a this understanding that my parents, they're, how they came up like mm-hmm. they didn't have parents right um, mm. so my mama her mama died at seven and her grandmother raised her her dad was a married man and you know he didn't tell his wife about my mama until she was 16 she was damn near you know grown yeah so you know and my daddy his mama had had him at a and his daddy denied him all his life, and I don't blame him because he looked just like his brother. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. So, right. I mean, it's just like, um, I mean, I'm just lost the words. Like, um, especially with the, um, you know, overfeeding your father and the kids. Like, you know, I know a lot of women, you know, especially religion people, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I do tend to try to respect people religion but i'm human and you know i have my own views and my own feelings i don't care but at the end of the day you know i'm married to my husband we've been married for 11 years now and even you know we spend years together and my children they just came into this world you know we have a three and almost two year old so with that being said like i would never put my husband before my children why because a he had his damn parents you know he was li- he lived in a mother and father home you know what i'm saying and according to him everything was peachy and cream you know what i'm saying so then you know too you know what i'm saying you a grown-ass man you know what i'm saying you can take care of yourself but these children cannot they are like depending on their parents especially their mother we always tend to look for mommy you know what i'm saying because that's who we firstly know you know what i'm saying like that we look for, you know. Um, so, but at the end of the day, I would never, ever put my husband before my children. My children need does come before my husband. And my husband and I honestly really have that understanding. And we have our happy home. And I'm not going to even lie about that. Because, you know, there's no damn way in no hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I would do the starving and then they would be doing the eating. I'd be damned. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, it's just, and I feel like this does. At the end of the day, we are the generation. Because I'm 33, you say you're 31. We in a generation of healing our 
our childhood experiences from our parents that never healed from their childhood experiences. Absolutely. So we are at this point breaking these damn generational circles. So right. cycles. Right. We're not doing these circles and cycles and all of that shit. We yeah, breaking this shit because we. Not, I'm not putting my kids like I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I don't know if I was speaking to you guys or whatnot, but. I already know that my children are going to come to a point that they're going to still say some shit. You, yeah, I yeah, was talking to you. They that still go, me. they going to still pick some. I can do everything under the moon for them. I can be there right. for them, spend money on them. I can do all kinds of stuff for them. But I know they still going to find some damn thing Something that they're right. going <laughs> to be right, mad about. Right. But at the end of the day, I will still acknowledge their feelings. And I will exactly. take some sort of accountability for it only if it's needed. But even right. though I'm in this situation that I'm in, I would never push my children. I would never put my children in the position that my parents put me in. But my thing is, I do know that my children are going to have something to say. Even though my son, he goes on my microphones, he talks, he does this. And I tell him, exercise your voice. I'm not playing. Yeah. If my son and my daughter have something to say, you know, they want to get on the mic and they have to say something about mommy, daddy, or whatever whatever freaking reason they may have, they are free to do that. I would never stop them and take their voices away that, like miles was taken away. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, we're at a point right now in this generation, and a lot of people look at this generation as being rebel, have a lot of rebel, and... You know, not listening. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Because you know why we're we doing this? Because our parents are being disrespectful to us. You feel what I'm saying? That's exactly what's going on right now. And my whole thing is that it's it's crazy. You know, and um, that that's that's basically what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, yeah. For me, I feel like it was like expectations. Like I feel like my parents had these expectations of me. You know, their parents had these expectations of them, and you know, like you said, we're in a completely different paradigm. It's time out for the same old shit in the same old pattern. It's time for right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's crazy. Um, it really is. Like, I mean, it's crazy that I'm. Oof. I mean, oof, girl. Mm. <laughs> You know, and it's just like... But I mean, it's rewarding at the same time, though. Like, I've never felt so much peace, so much freedom. Like, everything it just makes more sense, you know? Because I was in a lot of, you know, confusion coming up. Yeah. So, you know, everything just it just seems to be falling into place, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and that is true, though. But it is hard work doing, doing you know, going down that road, though, you know, of... Uh, Accepting what had happened, you know, most definitely not trying. Because, see, my biggest thing was trying to get my parents to take accountability for years for the shit they put me through. So, I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's a point that I got older and said, you know what? I ain't even looking for you to take accountability. I'm going to start speaking my truth and it is what it is. Because I tell people, you want to do the shit you do to people and private but you don't want them to boast that shit publicly you know what i'm saying right, so it's right. like at the end of the day you know and you know my family tell me my sister just told me the other day i talk too much my mom and i when we're going through our little dispute i talk too much you right because i'm gonna say what i want to say and i'm gonna say how i want to say it because at the end of the day i'm tired holding shit in and you know i don't want right. to kill you would not kill me you feel what i'm saying like i have my own children to take care of at this point you know so I just want everyone to be able to use their voice 
and speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you come on this show, there is no judgment, you know, because likely I've been through the same shit you've been through. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, so, and I can, you know, relate. I'm very relatable. I, you know, I do uh, empathize. I make sure, you know, um, you know, that I have the, my support system. You know, I talk to Dez every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we check on each other and everything. We met each other on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Um, and everything. Did you go to, um, you, you didn't go to Nimitz, right? Yeah, girl, I went to Nimitz. Because I talked to my sister. She was like, you went to Westfield. I was like, nah, because she know people from Nimitz. So. Yeah, yeah, everybody thought I went to Westfield. I had cousins that went to Westfield. Oh, okay. And I just knew a lot of people from Westfield. So, nah, I didn't go to Westfield. I went to Nimitz. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, nah, and then, you know, I ain't trying to argue nobody now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't be like, nah, she said, you know what I'm saying? So, girl, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to ask her. So, but yeah, it's just, you know, well, we went to high school together. You know, I wasn't really, I was more um older than them. I was a grade behind because due to my birthday um, or whatever. So, yeah, I didn't too much know. The, the young ones, you know. I ain't gonna oh, say that okay. I didn't want to get to know them, but I was like, man, I ain't supposed to be in this grade anyway, but okay. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but when she reached out to me, you know, we definitely connect. We hit a spark from there, and we just moved on. You know, I'm very welcoming, and, you know, um, but, yeah, so, uh, did you need, you want to say anything else? Because I know that we have our next segment that will be coming up, you know, um, in regards to uh, you know, the the treatment that you receive from your parents. Yeah. Girl, no, that's it. The only other thing that I just wanted to add is that, you know, this is, you know, and you kind of already said this, but this is just to add on to that. This is not me, you know, trying to throw my parents under the bus or anything like that. This is just basically my experience, my reality, what happened to me, and me speaking my voice and exercising my voice. That's mm-hmm. none of that. Exactly, right? See, that's when people need to stop making people feel guilty, you know what I'm saying, from wanting to speak up. You know, like I tell people, I'm the star of my damn life. I'm the star. You the co-host or okay. uh, co-star. You are all in. You play. You the players in my game. This is my Hello. game. You know what I'm saying? So, stop trying to make people feel bad because they ain't coming out with their truth. You know, at the end of the day, right. you know people gonna grow up and they gonna start talking their shit or talk about Hello. how they got treated. That's how I look at my kids. Like, damn, I know my kids gonna really probably talk some shit if I'm really not there for them for real as a parent. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, or whatever the case is. But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, and I know our next segment is going to be more about how it affected you, you know what I'm saying, like, throughout your adulthood, or, you know, something, you know, like, you know, and then we're going to talk about that, and then, you know, like I said, it steps to the shit, she just came in, just talk about what she endured with her parents, the next segment is going to be about, you know, uh, how it affected her, you know, and then the next segment is going to be about the healing and how she did heal and was able to go ahead and move through, you know, through it all. So, but yeah, so make sure y'all tune in and, you know, because she will be back, honey. Yes. So she will be back. Yes. So, um, again, thank y'all so much for, you know, tuning in.